creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. Mosquitoes, ticks, and gnats, oh my. It's that time of year again when pesky bugs are out to hamper your good time in the summer. But who wants that greasy, smelly bug spray full of DEET all over your body? And what if you have sensitive skin? Or you don't want your children covered in chemicals? Thankfully, there are all natural alternatives out there. On today's Culture Click, we go to Bluff Country Co-op to talk to Haley Beeman about making your own insect repellent. Haley is a supplement and body care assistant at the co-op, or as she likes to say, she's a body love assistant, because you need to love your body inside and out. Haley and I talked about some of the benefits of making your own bug spray and what goes into it. With the right ingredients, it's quite easy to do. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Haley Beeman on Culture Click. Simple recipe card, mix your stuff up and fill your bottle. A simple recipe, and it is. In fact, there are cards with the recipe on them that you can pick up at the co-op. The ingredients are as follows. 30 drops rose geranium essential oil, 30 drops citronella essential oil, 20 drops lemon eucalyptus essential oil, 20 drops lavender essential oil, 10 drops rosemary essential oil, 1 tablespoon vodka or rubbing alcohol, a half cup natural witch hazel, and a half cup water, or you can use vinegar. Then comes the fun part. In fact, it's super easy. All you got to do is place the essential oils in a glass spray bottle, add the vodka or alcohol, and shake well to combine. Then, you pour in the witch hazel and shake that to combine. Then you add water, shake it again, and you're ready to go. I'm here with Haley Beeman. She's a supplement and body care assistant down here at uh, Bluff Country Co-op. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Great, great. Thank you for being on the show. Um, You know, I saw on your calendar that you're doing a a, a do-it-yourself bug spray class. And I thought, this is perfect, because the gnats are horrible right now. Oh, my so. gosh, they're awful. Oh, yeah. my goodness. They are, they are. Um, what got you interested in this? Like, how did you learn how to do it? Um, it was just some kind of personal research and trying to stay away from the chemicals and all of that kind of nasty stuff that's in the conventional bug sprays. Right, stuff like DEET and stuff oh, like DEET, that. yeah, that's, it's awful. Yeah, okay. Um, what kind of bugs does this repel? You know, I, I noticed we have a, a recipe here, um, kind of read through that, but uh, what, what specifically kind of bugs are we looking at, just in general or specific bugs? Um, just kind of bugs in general, more so like gnats, mosquitoes, and ticks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, those are important. Yeah, very important. The ones that are, that just kind of eat you alive in a sense. <laughs> right, right, of course. Um, you know, I noticed on the back, you know, we have lemon, eucalyptus, lavender, and geranium, and, uh, you know, different things that they repel. Can you use, like, different amounts, like, say, the eucalyptus oil? It says it's good for repelling ticks and mosquitoes and stuff. Uh, can you adjust the, the dosage or the, the level of that in your bug spray and repel more? Or? Um, that's kind of a debatable thing. Um, we, the, the recipe calls for about 20 drops, and we try to keep that low be, just because essential oils, when they're on the skin, they can be kind of 
potent and you know cause like a little skin irritation that's why we dilute them but I wouldn't recommend it but if you want to try it you could do that but personally I would just stick to the recipe stick to the recipe it'll work just yeah. fine yep. so I think I know the answer to this question because uh, I'm looking at the ingredients you know lavender, lemon um what about the smell? Does it smell a lot better than conventional like bug sprays? I personally think so. I have a really hard time with like that artificial type of fragrance and it just really it really gets to me. But this stuff, it smells like true citronella. Like if you ever touched a citronella plant and just the aroma smells just like that. Okay, That's cool. Really nice. Cool. So if you like that smell, you're going to love this bug spray. Um and then uh like some people have sensitive skin and like you know those traditional bug sprays with those chemicals can irritate that uh is this good for people like that yeah and with the recipe it calls for vinegar and um rubbing alcohol but if you would like you can cut the rubbing alcohol in half if you've got really sensitive skin just just as a precaution you know you don't want to like irritate your skin while you're trying to keep the bugs away so you can cut that in half and in place of vinegar you can use water as well and you can even use like a little bit of like a jojoba or a liquid coconut oil to kind of help your help condition the skin as well okay okay does that cut down on the effectiveness at all no actually if you have like an, an additional carrier oil with it it allows the the essential oils to bond to that and cling onto the skin for a little bit longer. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. And I noticed on the recipe card it says that it uh, lasts like several hours, right? Several. Yeah, and and you can feel being it's a natural bug spray. Feel free to apply it as often as you need to, or like you feel like you need to. And you know, it, it's safe for pets. Granted that they'll tolerate the smell of it. I know. Their, their senses are obviously very heightened compared to ours. So granted, they're tolerant of it. It's safe for your pets. Oh, cool. Safe for pets, kids, people sensitive skin. I love it. And I was wondering, too, like, you know, like small children and stuff, they often they're rubbing their eyes and putting their fingers in their mouth, stuff like that. Is this safe for them to, to use? It is safe, unless you're using the the vodka in place of that. But it would, I'm, it would be totally fine. Like, it'll, like, vaporize off and... You'll be okay. Yeah, it's and there's nothing, no crazy ingredients in there. Like everything is very self-explanatory. There's no hidden ingredients. It's very basic. And you know what's in it. Yep, you know what's in it. You mixed it yourself. You know what's there. Right, right. And I was gonna ask about that—the vodka and rubbing alcohol. What is the purpose of those? Uh... Um, I. I don't know a hundred percent on that. I'm just guessing it has something to do with the smell. So I'm thinking that it's just like an added benefit to deter the bugs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and instead of using like just water, you know, something a little bit more potent to keep the little buggers away. Okay. Cool. And then, have you tested it out yourself? Does it work really well? I know personally that the essential oil that are in it, the lemon eucalyptus, the rosy geranium, lavender, I know those all deter bugs. And I've used them singly, you know, at home while camping, use it on little children and my pets. I'll put lavender or eucalyptus oil on their collars and it'll kind of keep the bugs away from their faces. Granted, they can tolerate the smell. Right. You know, they're a little finicky about it at first, but right. they're okay. okay. 
Okay. And then, like, I've always heard, like, things like vanilla for gnats and stuff like that. Yes. Can you modify the recipe to include different things like that? You could. You could add some more, some different essential oils or extracts. Vanilla extract, I know, keeps bugs away. I keep that in my tackle box. Okay. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, and you can add peppermint as well, which is just kind of like an added smell and pest deterrent. Okay, great. So are there bug sprays like this that are that are more uh, naturally made that you available like in the store here or or do yeah, you recommend making couple, it? We have a couple different options in the store, but I if you want the convenience of having it pre-mixed, there's some blends that we carry in the store, local folks as well. And for me per, like personally, I just like to know what's in there. So if I can make it myself and I have all the ingredients, I'll just do that. Okay. That yeah. sounds like a good plan. Um, what about the cost? Like, you know, getting the ingredients and stuff, is it kind of comparable to a traditional bug spray or is it different? Once it's all broken down and said and done, once you have all the supplies, you can make batch upon batch upon batch. So it's kind of an investment type of a thing, okay. but that it totally is worth it. Like, once you have all the oils, it, there's infinite uses for these oils. You can use them for all kinds of things other than the bug spray. So, really, it would be cost-effective to invest in this. Super cost-effective, yes. Okay, great. And there's a lot of positives here. I like this. <laughs> um, and then I noticed uh, there's different uh, recipes online and stuff. And uh, are there other resources that you would uh, guide people to or recommend they look at, um, you know, for different types of bugs or different smells they might like? Um, you can add different types of um, fragrances to your to your blend just to you know personalize it a little bit if you would like to. But as I mean, Google you can look up any type of essential oils and you know what they what the benefits are and what kind of um, bugs they can deter and gnats, mosquitoes, things like that. Lots of citrus or like lemony, really pungent type of smells, like the eucalyptus, strong smells are really good at keeping the bugs away. Okay, cool. A lot of these essential oils that Haley mentions are listed on the back of the recipe card that's available at Bluff Country Co-op. Uh, some of these essential oils are lemon eucalyptus, lavender, and geranium. And there's also websites listed that you could go to, like livestrong.com and optoderma.com. There's tons of great information on these cards. For example, a repellent with 30% PMD, which is the active ingredient in lemon eucalyptus, will generally provide about two hours of full protection from mosquitoes and up to six hours under certain conditions. And this is roughly equivalent to repellents of 10 to 15% D. So, you know, I'm down at Bluff Country Co-op, and if you want to uh, make your own bug spray, you know, something that's safe and effective, I uh, highly recommend getting down here. You guys have these cards available in the store, then? We do. We have them at the end of the supplement aisle. Okay, perfect. So get down here and get your recipe, and I'm assuming you have all the ingredients here in the store, right? We do. The only thing that we don't have is the rubbing alcohol slash vodka, but that's a staple that everybody has in their house, so. Right, right. And like you said, you can substitute for that. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, I've been talking to uh, Haley Beeman. We're down at Bluff Country Co-op. We're making our own bug spray. And uh, she's a supplement and body care assistant, or body love assistant, as she likes to say. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Sure. It's a pleasure. Thanks again to supplement and body care assistant Haley Beeman for joining us today on Culture Click. For more information on making your own bug spray, 
you can pick up a flyer at Bluff Country Co-op here in Winona. They also have all the ingredients you will need. I also encourage you to do some research when choosing a store-bought insect repellent. There are also many online resources for do-it-yourself bug spray to help you keep it natural. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune in to Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've been talking to supplement and body care assistant Haley Beeman on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows by going to kqal.org and looking for program archives under the Media tab. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.